to live react to the top to number one overall pick with you, Chase, because this is just this is the people care about this more than I mean yeah. I mean it's everybody says that Victor Wembanyama is the you know the best prospect, the most hyped prospect since LeBron James, and I mean it's true. There, there's been imagine if he was actually playing in college basketball this year. He's minus twenty thousand to be the number one overall pick at one book. Yeah, I, my favorite nugget from today, and like there's a million stats out there, right? My favorite nugget from today, I do a lot of work for the blog at BetMGM and, and like kind of research what people are, are searching for in Google and kind of tailor some of our content in that direction. And one of the number one searches on Google today in the sports landscape was the French translation for what time does the NBA draft start? <laughs> yeah. So just like there's so much weird stuff going on right now, and everybody's so hyped to see where when uh, when ends up going. So it uh, should be a fun uh, 15 minutes here, and I'm going to update my resume to reflect it. So while we wait, because ESPN is going to take a 20 minute commercial, Scott told us something during the break that I had no idea that everybody sitting up there actually knows what the results are. I thought always thought it was revealed to everybody up there, but all the team reps in the rooms that they're secluded in know the results already. How are you sitting up there if you know you're going to get Victor Wembanyama not smiling from ear to ear? Poker face. Just they, they came straight from Vegas and playing in a high-stakes tournament, and this is this is child's play to them. I'm trying to play some poker actually tonight, Chase, but first got to build my bankroll a little bit. We get game one, Western Conference Finals. We get the Nuggets, six-and-a-half-point favorites, minus 115 right now at BetMGM. Total 222.5 while we watch the draft lottery and react. Uh, throw out some player props. I heard you were pretty heavy on the player prop market tonight in game one. Yeah, I got a bunch. Uh, LeBron over 14.5 rebounds plus assists. Uh, I actually think this number is a little soft. His point totals have been down, uh, but his rebounds and his assists have generally been up and really consistent. So I, I think that should be a 15.5 or a 16.5. I like the over there. Michael Porter Jr. to record a steal. He has one in 7 of 11 playoff games so far. That's minus 105 at BetMGM right now. KCP over 1.5 made three-pointers is plus 110. That's just a math play to me. He's hitting it at about 50% of the games. I think it should be minus 110, not plus 110. I think Rui Hachimura is going to have a nice game. He was kind of irrelevant in the Golden State matchup because, uh, because of how he matches up against Golden State's general roster. I think he's going to have a bigger role kind of back to how he was in the Memphis series against Denver. And we know what the interior defense is like for Denver. So I think he could get over a really modest number there. Uh, I, I added a couple of Schroeder ones over points, over assists, uh, 10 and a half and three and a half respectively. When I saw that Schroeder's actually in the starting lineup for tonight in Denver. Uh, and then uh, I, I like the idea of just taking a shot with the money line on the Lakers at plus 200 and plus the six and a half. We know they've been really good in game one. We know that they've got the extra rest here that, that maybe we weren't necessarily expecting going into the second round. Uh, but also, just I think the intelligence and experience of LeBron on this roster relative to what Denver has on its side, I think it could make a huge difference. So lots right, of here, different positions there. Here we go. Houston has the number four overall pick that was just revealed. Number three goes to the Portland Trailblazers. No! Oh, Brandon Miller is going to be a Portland Trailblazer. Trista is no, going to hate it. That's awesome, but I was going to bet that exact result, Chase. Number I... two is the Hornets, which means... The, the San Antonio Spurs got exactly what they've been pushing for. They tanked the hell out of their season, and Victor Wembanyama is going to be a San Antonio Spur. Wow. Happens Capital again. of international basketball is uh, Southwest Texas.
Just like happened, just like with Tim Duncan when he joined forces yeah. with David Robinson. Except the difference was Sean that team Elliott, jumped way up in the lottery. Avery Johnson, man, the Spurs, number one overall pick. Now does Pop stick around for another decade? Do you guys think? I would to get to reanimate him. Yeah. <laughs> man, Chase, did you say you like Rui points tonight? Sorry to go back to that really. Quick. I did, yeah, <laughs> over eight and a half, Rui. All yeah. right, we're rolling on Rui tonight because uh, I was going back and forth on that. I'm with you on the LeBron rebounds and assists. So Lakers money line. What do you think? Big picture about this series. I I've been thinking about this a lot. I, I feel a lot stronger about how to attack the series stuff with with Heat Celtics, and maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Nuggets Lakers, you could kind of make the case for either the Nuggets or the Lakers that we're way overvaluing what they've done in the playoffs so far. Like Golden State passed its expiration date. How impressive is that really? Memphis way more way more bark than bite like what have they really done in the playoffs historically under this group like cool you won in the first round last year like i it's they're a two seed with no experience so you could you could make that case of your anti lakers if for anti nuggets i thought the suns outcome was really predictable i mean they traded away so much to get durant to me that trade was always going to be about what they could do next year and in the next three years after they have a, a free agency or two to add some additional pieces to the team. So I wasn't as impressed with the Suns toppling as maybe others were. I'm really curious which one of those ends up playing out, uh, which one of those outcomes ends up looking a little more uh, hindsight smart in the next two weeks. I think the Lakers... Jenner, I, it's not even the Lakers. It's LeBron's experience of what he can bring to the court. Ultimately, it's hard for me to go against that. But Denver's offense is so powerful, and I think they're going to challenge the Lakers' defense in ways that maybe they haven't been yet. So I, I kind of, my brain, my heart leads Lakers. I think my brain leans Denver. That's where I'm at. We were talking about this earlier, Chase. The uh, two teams obviously coming out of the West, either going to be Denver or the Lakers. Are they the two best teams compared to what you're going to get in the East? Because, like, the Celtics on paper, I mean, we saw at their peak, they looked like the most complete team in the NBA. The problem is you just don't know what you're going to get necessarily game after game. This feels like, to me, Nuggets, Lakers, whoever comes out of the West is the favorite to win the title. Whether or not that's the case, I think, is different. But I just, I don't, the, the Celtics just don't feel consistent enough for me to trust. Celtics on paper is exactly how I would put it. Because yeah. on paper, it's the best collection of talent. And it, it, it's a little bit like Milwaukee. Like going into the playoffs, Milwaukee was the favorite because that's what made sense. But maybe there was something about that team that just didn't quite feel right. And that's the same feeling I have with this Boston team that it's just, yeah, okay, would I take their roster on paper over any other team's roster? Probably. But... It's some combination of the inexperience on the sidelines of Joe Missoula, the lack of depth to that coaching staff. It's not just the head coach position. It's everybody else that's on the sideline. And it just feels like they they just – what Ryan, I think you said earlier they play with their food or somebody – I heard somebody say that today. Like That's the yeah. best way to put it. It's just they're not – they don't lock in and kill somebody. And I think that's why – you always come back to a team like the Lakers is that somebody like LeBron and Anthony Davis who have been there before and who have won a championship, they understand how to put somebody away. And when you're dealing with margins like in the NBA playoffs, 
that's such a valuable commodity. How would you play the series if you wanted to play the series price? Are you going to look to play it, you know, money line rollover game by game? How would you do the Eastern Conference Finals? Because I'm pretty heavy on Boston Eastern Conference, and I'm like going back and forth. Do I want to hedge or not? And you would think, why would you? This is the Miami Heat, who are the eighth seed, one of the worst shooting teams. But it's Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolster in the playoffs. And I'm a little worried, man. There's an outside chance that maybe Tyler Hero could come back, especially if this series is extended. Yeah, I did a piece for the for the BetMGM blog on this today. I, I think fundamentally this series is so badly priced. Boston as a minus 550 favorite. I, I get that they entered the playoff bracket as an eight seed. Miami did. But that's not what they've looked like in dismantling the number one overall seed and then the Knicks in the second round. Sorry, Nick. Uh, so it's just... <laughs> It's you cannot bet this series on the Celtics side when it's priced like this. Yeah. Minus five fifty for Boston, plus four hundred for Miami is ridiculous. So yeah, I bought the the four to one ticket with Miami, but I think the smarter way is to go into the the slightly more exotic prices, the series prices. Heat plus two and a half games, minus one thirty five. Heat plus one and a half games, plus one sixty five. Heat to win game one, uh, but lose the series is plus 425 our friend mark drumheller uh, told me he kind of likes that approach too he's taken heat game one and heat to win the series at nine to one uh, i like the heat to win game one just straight money line at plus 280 i'm taking the seven and a half points there are so many ways to go after all of the different prices and the different futures that a sports book like that mgm has and i i feel like when you're this mispriced, you can just kind of go down the line. When when there's this much uh, cost on one side, there's so many ways to attack it. I'm taking all those games and the series prices, and that gives me hedge positions later on if I want to buy out of it. Talking to Chase Kitty, bet MGM tonight. Uh, they just showed a clip earlier of Victor Wembanyama out in France uh, taking a selfie with a disposable camera. So it reminds me of Andrew Luck and the flip phone. So I don't know what that tells you about Victor Wembanyama, but here we go. The Spurs win the number one overall pick. We know who it's going to be. He's minus 20,000 at one book. Uh, a lot of stuff's come down on BetMGM, so they're going to bring up some new odds in a little bit. Uh, this is There's no numbers for this. This is just kind of thinking more down the road here. But do we look at the Spurs now with Greg Popovich, the generational talent that Victor Wembanyama is supposed to be, and go, maybe they're a value play next year to make the playoffs? Make the playoffs would be would be interesting. Uh, certainly, I don't think the ceiling is higher than that. That roster is so bad, man. That's yeah. the problem. I, I think Vassal's Simmons not bad, and, though, man. They got a couple of good guys on that roster. So, I I think Simmons and Rosillo did a did a podcast where they were drafting like pairs. Like, okay, I'll, I'll take from my first draft pick who's the pair that I want: LeBron and Anthony Davis. And they they got all the way down, and they were taking threes and fours from teams before they got to San Antonio's one and two. It's like that roster really has some problems, but we've seen when you're truly a transcendent NBA basketball talent, you put somebody on a team like that that's that good, if they really are that good right away, it doesn't matter who the other names on the team are. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think the West is so deep, that would be my, my, my hesitation mm -hmm. is – you know, the 10th best team in the West is really good. Can we circle back to the Portland thing real fast? I'm not convinced that Brandon Miller makes it to three. I actually yeah. like him to go at two at 125. Uh, Trista doesn't want him, though, and she's the ultimate mush, so he's probably going number three. So maybe save your That's money, Chase. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, yeah. she really Sorry, doesn't Griffin. want him. Yeah. And I told her, I guarantee that they were going to get the third overall pick. I should probably shoot her a message. I should.
Now, you know what? No, I think that that's the right bet, though, Chase. What, what's the price, though? Plus 135? 125. 125? Yeah. Yeah, 5-4. Do you think now is the time to play it, though, or do you think you maybe like you wait a little bit and get a better number? Well, I already played it, but I, okay. I think now you could now you could wait because there, there's going to be all kinds of dumb leaks about like, oh, this team likes them, and uh, mm -hmm. we're we're sure it's going to be Scoot, and there's going to be 17 different news cycles between now and the actual draft that push the numbers up or down one way or the other. Uh, we only got 60 seconds. Best head coaching vacancy, best head coach on the board, in your opinion. Uh, the best head coaching vacancy, I would think, would be Milwaukee because, like, yes. hey, Giannis has had a tough couple of weeks here, a tough last month, but you know what it looks like when he's at his peak. I'm not convinced you can win with the Harden stuff, especially at this point in his career. Best head coach on the board, uh, maybe Nick Nurse? I don't know. I, I guess I would go Nurse. Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head who I'd pick over him, so I think probably Nurse. We got it some other time. We got to talk about all of like how you win Coach of the Year and then you immediately get fired right after that. It's like six of the last seven guys. Doc Rivers even said that he was like, "Don't win Coach of the Year." All, all these guys coached yeah. in the finals too. Bud, Monty Williams. I mean, obviously, yep. you know, Dwayne Casey, with Udoka, Coach of the Year, fired Udoka. two weeks later. Isn't isn't that nuts, man? Like crazy. It's super and, and that's, weird. That's I mean, that's the league. Actually, we job. thought that thought that was going to happen with Tom Thibodeau for a little bit with the Knicks. They made the playoffs his first year there, and then they regressed, and it was like, is he the right guy for the job? They're going to fire him right after winning Coach of the Year. Well, the hell does so, Dooley Donovan still have a job? I, well, you guys gave him a nice extension. That's why. Look at all the coaching he's candidates actually, that are a, out there. He's a pretty good coach. I don't, I don't hate Billy Wait, Donovan. Since when? He's a good defensive coach. You have been ripping 2007 National Donovan. Championship, bro. Tell him. Tell him. He's a good defensive coach. Chase, he's been ripping Billy Donovan all year. He's just in a good mood tonight. No, I've just changed. You know, you know, it's like I said with Doc. What could he have done differently when Zach Levine and, and DeMar DeRozan, there's no, the, the spacing sucks. The team, nobody cares about the Bulls. They don't even have a top 10 pick, Chase. Chase, always good there's talking to you, man. no man's land. Yeah. yeah Thanks yeah. for basketball hell. <laughs> Thanks for coming on with us, Chase. Thanks, Chase.